Hey everyone, this is Night Mage, and you're listening to this freaking show. What's up, everybody? I am Travesty, and welcome to another episode of This Freaking Show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast that is brought to you by the Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Hilton, Illinois. If you're looking for a down-home country restaurant that offers you a burger and beer for just $7.99 every Monday and Wednesday, or enjoying some delicious wings with a variety of sauces available for just $0.75 cents a piece every Tuesday, Check out the Firebird Bar and Grill up here in Illinois. You can find them at Facebook at Firebird Bar, or you can hear about them right here on this freaking show. I am so excited about this show this evening because we are joined by an old friend of the show who uh, was actually uh, one of the um, original guests of Season 3 here. Uh, you guys know him as Night Mage. He is a cosplayer. Uh, he was on earlier this year, which uh, we did kind of learn a lot about him. Uh where his beginnings started with cosplaying and um, I guess uh, his his uh, love of not liking the fact that I did not enjoy The Princess Bride. And I did my best not to bring it up during the uh, the interview and stuff like that because I didn't want it. I didn't want to go through that again because I know when I'm right about... No, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a critic about movies, so I could be completely wrong. You guys could... Um, Disagree with me, which is totally fine, because we're not here to talk about uh, The Princess Bride or my uh, love or hate for it. We are here to talk about Night Mage. We're going to kind of catch up with him and what he's been going on over the last year, uh, some of his travels, the uh, costumes he created for himself, as well as the amazing Christmas charity tour that him and uh, fellow cosplayer Super Casey, who is also a uh, friend of the show, what they're going to be doing and everything for this holiday season. So make sure you Listen to the interview, the interview entirety, uh, entire, holy shit. This is why I need other people on this show, because I cannot talk by myself. Make sure you listen to the entire interview in its entirety to get all the information um, about where you could uh, purchase the book they have for the tour, also donations and everything to help them do their travels, because what they are doing is an amazing thing to help out other people out of the goodness of their heart, and they are doing this with their own money. So make sure you get out, you help them out, donate if you can, buy a book. I mean, it's a book about them. You I mean you can't go wrong with a book about uh, Net Mage and Super Casey. So I don't want to take too much more of your time. Let's go ahead and dive into the interview I had with Night Mage. Okay, and I am now sitting here with Michael. But to the cosplaying world, you are, are known as Night Mage. I am. What's going on, man? Not much. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm I'm really excited to have you back because uh, you were actually one of the first guests we had on season three here back in yeah. January. So I'm super excited for you to come back. Well, thanks for um, asking me back. Absolutely. I you know I I love talking to you so much last time that I wanted to get you back on here to kind of like see you know what you what you've been going on, what's been going on with you in the uh, last year or so. And I also kind of want to dive into the. Uh, christmas charity tour that uh you have going on um here in a few weeks but yeah. uh real quick just uh in case um you know 
in case you know not many people remembered or may have missed the show that you're on, you just want to kind of tell everyone who you are? Yeah, so um, Michael Wilson or Night Mage. Um, so I'm you know, mainly a cosplayer. That's kind of like my, I don't know, I guess it's like a second job now. It's like a second full-time job. That's what it feels like. <laughs> I think so. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much me in, like, in a nutshell. Hey, you know that that's good enough because I mean, like, um, I, I've kind of I kind of followed a little bit of what's been going on um through uh, the, since we last spoke and everything, not a whole lot, but uh, what what have what what's been going on since uh, January? Um, any any oh, exciting co- conventions you've been on? I know uh, when we spoke in January, and I'm gonna be completely honest with you, it's not that I remembered it. I did listen to the show recently, just kind of like you know just figure out what we were talking about the last time yeah. to kind of follow up. Cause last thing I want to do is you know, start repeating like, you know, questions and stuff like that. Um, but the first thing I did want to ask, I didn't realize it. Where did you come up with the name night mage? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, it's always a, a weird, weird thing. All right. So do you remember the, um, it was a reality show called who wants to be a superhero. It was hosted by Stanley. It was on the oh. sci-fi channel. I, I remember it. I've only seen like a couple of the episodes. It was actually it wasn't that long ago um, of a show. I think it was like in the early two thousands, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like two thousand six. Yeah. Um, so they had two seasons. Well, so I watched the first season, loved it, and then uh, when they announced the second season, I'm like, all right, you know what? I want to I want to actually audition for it. So <laughs> the whole premise was you have to create your own superheroes. You have to create the name the look, backstory, the whole shebang. And um, so I created the character. My character's name was Night Mage. And he was basically like a like a cross between a Jedi Knight and Doctor Strange. So I auditioned, and um, I actually got to be one of the alternates for the show. And so basically, if like, <laughs> like three people would get sick, then I would be like next in line to to go on the show so obviously i didn't make the show but um so yeah that's that's kind of how the character came about so after that was done i didn't do anything with the character mm-hmm. and then once i started cosplaying i don't know i i started doing little little web series with with night mage like little like two minute webisodes okay. and uh once i started cosplaying the name just kind of stuck and um yeah it's Night Mage. You know, I, you know, I, I wish I would have known that story earlier because um, having uh, the name Travesty is actually very similar to uh, you having um, the Night Mage uh, character because uh, before I became a podcaster using the name Travesty, uh, it was actually a pro wrestling name that I used when I uh, was um, training to be an uh, independent professional wrestler. All right, that's pretty slick. That's <clears throat> yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was just one of the things like when um because you know like when you're younger and everything like you have your buddies doing like backyard wrestling goofy shit and everything, um I always like went as like general assassin. Don't know why I just always seemed to, like really like that name. And when I got into uh, independent wrestling, my cousin uh, is actually uh, he's he's kind of well known and I know in the Chicago area, but I think in the Midwest uh, region a little bit. Um, he started his own wrestling company. To where uh, he started wrestling school and everything, I was able to go there for free and all that stuff. And I would wrestle with the guys and everything, and learn, you know, learn how to do wrestling properly. 
And we would always like after like Saturday uh, training and everything at the end of like training and everything, they let us leave the uh, school open for us to kind of stay after to learn a little bit more. So we started putting on our own little like wrestling shows and shit. And I wish we kind of recorded it because those were like the only matches I had. Because obviously, you know, when work and life get in the way of things, you can't really continue yeah. doing what you're doing, which sucks. But who knows? Maybe one day I'll get back into it. I got the wrestling podcast, so maybe I'll find my door back or my find the door back to that life. So hopefully, right? So we're doing the wrestling thing and everything, and I, I was kind of using the general assassin thing, but it's like it just didn't flow right. Like there was like there was not enough like impact in that name that I enjoyed anymore as I did when I was younger. So someone's like, well, you know. Just think of something. And somebody just say, hey, try travesty. I'm like, like the actual word, like T-R-A-V-E-S-T-Y or some shit like that. And I was like, how about Travis T, like Travis dash T? I'll just shorten it and make it different. And it just stuck. And I used it for professional wrestling um, on the in the schools and everything for a while. And then it just kind of faded away. And then when we started doing this and we, um, we just kind of, Kind of wanted to come up with names and stuff that had our names in it. Like, you know, obviously when Alka with Colin and Geek Cast Joe was here as a host of the show as well. You know, Joe's real name is Joe, but he just wants Geek Cast Joe. Colin's real name's Colin when Alka with Colin. And I just like, well, I don't really want to take a name, a word and throw it in front of my name. Like, right. you know, like, you know, terrific Travis. It's like, it just sounds goofy. So I'm like, I'll just go back and just use travesty because I actually made, I mean, I have a hat that says on there because, you know, I was trying to do like, uh, merchandise and shit. So when I did get on the indie scene, I could sell this stuff. So I made a prototype of the hat that I wanted to make and already has it on. And I'm like, I'll just fucking keep it. And it's stuck for the last uh, three years of podcasting. So I got to ask though. So yeah. did you incorporate the name into like one of your finishing moves? Like one of the name, the name of your finishing move? You know, I, no, I really, I, I tried really hard to try to figure out something that worked. And my my favorite move, no matter what, the simplest thing was always a diamond cutter by Diamond Dallas Page. Oh yes, absolutely. But absolutely, yeah, and it, it is such a simple move, and I don't, I, I never wanted to do it like Randy Orton with the arcade where you jump into it. I always just wanted to, you know, you just grab the grab the neck and drop. But I couldn't find a way to incorporate Travis T into that. You know, you call it like the T cutter or something like that, or the ultimate travesty. But when I thought of like you know ultimate travesty, that's more like you know if you're doing like a sit up power bomb or if you're doing like right. more like a, like something from the top rope or like something big. And this wasn't something big. This was just something quick out of nowhere that you could do. So I it was just like a cutter thing. Um, but no, I I tried. I I kept thinking like what can I what can I call it? what can I call it. So uh, everyone else called it like when we had like the um, uh, like the little mock uh, commentators and stuff doing our. Calling, calling the matches and shit. They always called. Oh my god, it's the ultimate travesty. I'm like, I really don't like that, but you know, whoever made them happy. I mean, I like the name, the ultimate travesty, but I a hundred percent understand what you're saying. Like that move seems, um, that name sounds like it, it should go with the more devastating, um, yeah. impactful. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're to lift a guy up and do something, or you're to come off the top rope or something like that, because it's like the ultimate of it all. Right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like T cutter was probably the closest thing I came to using it. But I mean, other than that, it was just like just out of nowhere, just like the cutter. Got it. You know, yeah. ooh, like TTC. Yeah, well, if I get back into wrestling, <laughs> there we go, TTC. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, but, um, but yeah. So game, game back to uh, what you've been doing for the last year. Um, I know um, on the show, like I said, uh, you, you're 
uh, estimated conventions are about 22. Did you hit all those uh, conventions like you planned? Um, pretty much. So yeah, actually, uh, that and a few more got added on. Um, I did not make Dragon Con. Uh, that was uh, it's like second year in a row I didn't make Dragon Con, but I didn't go to Dragon Con because I actually a- added um Ireland. So I got invited to go to Dublin uh, Comic Con. Oh, wow. So I did that instead of Dragon Con. So it was kind of a it was a good trade. That was a good trade. That's pretty cool. Now, where is uh, Dragon Con located? Dragon Con, it's um, it's in Atlanta, Georgia. So it's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not even like really a con, man. It's like a, it's just a four day party. <laughs> it's, 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 it really, it is, dude. It's, it's every, um, every year. It's, um, it's over Labor Day weekend, and pretty much it takes over the entire downtown of Atlanta. And they have a huge parade. It's 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 absolutely insane. It's like the cosplayers mecca. It's 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 great. It's like pretty much like where all the East Coast and West Coast cosplayers come and just converge to meet and just hang out and drink and party. And it's just it's insane. It's so good. So good. That's really cool. So if if you had to if you had to estimate it like just a ballpark number, how many cosplayers do you think make a, an event like that? Oh, dude! Oh my God! I if I throw a number out, I can guarantee you I'm lowballing it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think estimated the turnout for that for for Dragon Con is like. 200,000 people or something like I mean like again I think that's Whoa. totally lowballing it but every I mean dude if if it is 200,000 then I'm going to guesstimate that at least at least half of those people are coming in costume and when I say costume I mean Dragon Con is one of those places where you could see someone just like in the simplest, you know, store-bought costume mm-hmm. versus someone who just, you know, they spent six months in, like, you know, $1,500 making this thing. So it, it's just every any anyone that you could think of, um, skill-wise, is just going to come in costume just to have fun. So it, there's no, um, uh, there's no, like, elitism or anything like that to it. It's just, it's just all about fun. It's so good. That's awesome. That's something, you know, and that's something I really want to dive back into and start doing are these conventions and everything because, I mean, the last convention I I, I made was um, Indie PopCon, and that was back in, like, 2016. And um, I just haven't had the opportunity to make another convention and everything. And, but my goal is a C2E2 this year. Um, well, this coming year, I guess. Uh, do you plan on being um, being out here that day? That time? Yeah, hopefully. Um, so C2 is always, like, that's the one convention I say is my favorite. I think it's a great mix of um, comics plus the entertainment, like media side. Plus, I just love like the um, the, the the after convention scene, this the hanging out with friends and after parties and stuff like that. So actually, C two is probably one of my favorite cons. That's another con though. For like the past two years, WrestleMania was falling the same weekend. And so I would always just I would have to choose WrestleMania over that, but um so this year since well next year there are different dates so I plan on being a C two. That's cool. So if, not not to get too far away from cosplaying, but you've always been a fan of wrestling. I take it. 
Dude, I've oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember my, my dad is the one who actually got me into wrestling when I was young. Like his favorite wrestler was always Sting. And uh so you know, growing up obviously my favorite wrestler was Sting and then mm-hmm. like really, you know, started with the N- you know, NWA and then went to WCW, and then I got into WWF and, and it just yeah, I've yeah, always, always. There was a period, um like right after the attitude era that I kind of got out of it a little bit for like probably about two years or so, mm-hmm. but then, then I got right back into it. Okay. Well, um, who do you currently like right now uh, as a current uh, wrestler in WWE or, um, I don't know if you watch like ring of honor, Lucha underground, uh, new Japan or anything like that, but who's your current to date uh, favorite wrestler? Um, so I don't really, uh, I, really, I do like New Japan. I like um, Ring of Honor, but I just I, I don't have the time to kind of keep up on it. It's like, it's like gaming. I just don't have the time to like keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. So I mean, primarily like WWE is still my go-to. Um, yeah. dude, there's so many people I'm high on right now. Like, uh, like the stuff with Becky, uh, Becky Lynch, what she's doing right oh, now. Oh, like, yeah, the heel stuff. Yes, dude, she's amazing. Um, AJ Styles, I'm always an AJ Styles fan. Yeah, uh-huh. he he is my favorite. Like, even back in TNA, like AJ has always been. He always had something about him. Yeah, that like just it just really popped like when he was like in there, and um yeah even WWE like I'm so glad he found me at WWE. Um, it's I don't like the fact that he lost the title, but I get the fact he needed to lose the title because he can't hold it forever. Yeah, well, but... there's some there's some stuff. I think there's some contract negotiating going on right now, and I know I know his contract's up. In December, at the end of, end of December, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. he resigns. But I think that was the main reason why he dropped it is because they're not 100 percent sure he's going to resign. So I, I hope he does, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um. What about uh? It may be it may be a weird question to ask right now because of what uh, he's going through. But uh, what, what's your thoughts of Roman Reigns, like as a wrestler, not so much a person? Because I know right now he's going through his battle with leukemia and everything but like as a wrestler like do you believe that um he was worth the push and everything mm-hmm. yes and no i think he mm. was worth the push but i don't think they how do i put it i think he was worth the push but just not when they did it you know what i mean yeah i just don't mm-hmm. think they developed him enough um like his in-ring performance is it's not bad it's really honestly everything else it's his mic skills it's just his personality they wanted him to be you know that next john cena which i mean love him or hate him john cena just has charisma oozing all over him you know what i mean oh yeah he he's no matter no matter what people have thoughts about him he's always gonna be like like on somebody's mount rushmore exactly he, he, he's yes. great i mean like he he i mean and i'm I'm not going to say he was the next Hulk Hogan, but, I mean, he's in that same conversation of Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, and stuff like that, um, regardless of what people thought. I was never a big fan of the whole rap uh, gimmick. I kind of like how they kind of, like, dwindled that way for, for him just to kind of be him. But I also liked him as a heel, and I thought they should have done a heel turn, you know, at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, but I understand, like, once he got to that status, doing a heel turn would have been, I don't know. I don't I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't I, think it would have been lucrative for him to do a heel I, turn. I, I personally would have liked to see it, but, yeah, I don't think it would have 
paid off. I think I think if it was more of like if if it was back in like the PG thirteen era, I think a heel turn for him probably would have been good. I think the biggest thing that may have not been uh, the best thing for him is because he, <clears throat> excuse me, he did so much for um, Make a Wish, and he was such a heel right. to kids and everything. I get why maybe not a heel turn for that. But as time goes on and he started getting like, you know, more, you know, into his age and everything, it was like, I mean, it worked for Hulk Hogan, you know, it's like, I mean, like, you, I mean, there, there are possibilities where like these like wrestlers who have been around for over a decade eventually make that turn and it just, it could just work. I think if he did like an authority turn or something like that, it would have helped, you know, boost a guy who may not begin to spotlight, you know, could have gotten that spotlight because now he kind of like could have went up against him. Like it probably could have worked against Roman Reigns because if you get people to boo John Cena, you could definitely get someone to cheer Roman Reigns for it. But when well, it comes that's, to Roman... that's what I think they were trying to do when they set up the whole Roman John, you know, angle. They, I thought they figured they could bank on, you know, uh, Everyone kind of booing John. I thought they would have banked on them cheering for Roman more, but it backfired. Mm-hmm. They actually started wanting, you know, Cena to win. And I, I mean, I think that was you could see even see the promos. That was kind of John's. That was that was the most heel turn you would see from John. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. Um, all right. Uh, I'm gonna have you come on my JFW podcast because we're gonna talk a shit ton of wrestling. Yeah, because... bro. We're never going to. Um, but to focus, to get, to get back to cosplay before I, I fall into this rabbit hole that we're on for two hours. <laughs> uh, back in January, you told us that you had almost 128 different costumes uh, at that point. How many have you added since? Well, so this year, my goal was to do 30 costumes. Okay. And currently, I am at 34. Wow. So I, I think... Uh, I want to try and do at least two more by the end of the year. So, yeah. So, so how do you how do you store these costumes? Like, are they like boxed up in like 150 different boxes, and it's like marked on the front there, like Venom, um, Beast from Beauty and the Beast, and stuff like that? So, what I do is, um, I have these huge like storage bins. I'm at Walmart, and uh, I try and store at least two costumes in each bin so i'll try to fit as much as i can in one bin and um i I, know i label them and then i have a i have a storage unit so i used to have everything in my second bedroom but it it got to the point where like the cat couldn't even get in there it was bad so um, (laughs) i ended up getting a storage unit and um so like one side of the storage unit is all these bins stacked up and labeled and then the other side of the storage unit is this huge huge like a hanging rack so I have all my body suits and coats and jackets and stuff just hanging there. And then for the stuff like like my genie my genie rug and chest and Robocop and stuff like that, that's just kind of sitting in the middle. It's stuff that just can't go in the totes or anything like that. So to be honest with you, the storage unit now, it, it's getting full too. So I either need to get a bigger storage unit or or something. Yeah, is. Is there um is do you ever like rewear a costume or anything or like you kind of just wear yeah. it you create it wear it and then like after that it kind of goes into the vault if you will. Um, you know what? It depends on the costume. So there's been I mean there, yeah, there's costumes I've made I've worn only one time and then I just I throw them in a storage unit I just haven't worn it since. 
Um, and then there's some costumes that like a lot of people want me to wear more, so I'll I'll, I'll wear that often. But um, it just depends on the costume. And once I make it, if I feel comfortable in it, you know. So you you know you make something, you're excited about it. But then once you wear it. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, you feel good in it or you don't feel good. If I don't feel good in it, then I'm not going to want to bust it out again. But, it just yeah, so it really just depends on, on the costume and how people, you know, if people want me to wear it or if I, how I feel in it. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. So out of the um, out of the 30-plus costumes you made throughout this year, is there one that you uh, are particularly more proud of than uh, compared to the others or...? Ah man, it's this it's it's just like asking my favorite costume out of all of them. It's, they're all my babies, and like, oh yeah, and that, and I know, uh, and I know, I asked you the first time what your all time favorite was, and you, I know you had a hard time doing it. And I'm not asking you to like choose one, and then all the rest of them were like, you know, pushed aside. But was there was there one that like while you're creating it, like it turned out better than you could have imagined, or like you're saying like you couldn't imagine it turn out as well as it did? You know, probably. Actually, probably a couple. So, RoboCop was one one of my favorite builds this year. So, RoboCop I did at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and I, RoboCop is probably my, one of my like all time favorite characters. And so, doing the costume, it was it's all foam, and I didn't use a template, so it's all just freehand. And I I made that costume in about four days. So I'm really 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 proud of how that turned out. Um, I was able to use that. Um, actually, I didn't even wear it to a convention at all the entire year. I like I did a little photo shoot with it, and that was it. And then for Halloween, um, I dressed up as RoboCop for my um, for my work. We did like a every year the the sheriff's pro does like a trunk or treat, and uh, so yeah, I was able to dress up as RoboCop, and that was okay. that was awesome. Um, the genie, that was pretty cool. How that. I, that how that all turned out um just i i've never seen anyone do the genie where it looks like he's coming out of the lamp mm-hmm. and so that was the goal in mind and i think I, I pulled that off a lot of people really enjoyed that one so that was a good one um i really like how hades came out um uh, the mask was fun to do it there's a lot there was actually a lot of a lot of good things this year i, I will say I think I incorporated a lot more um, makeup and prosthetics in the costumes this year, which was another goal. Like I'm always trying to, I'm always just trying to um, learn new skills and I I don't want to be, I'm trying to be as prolific as I can. Mm -hmm. And and so I think this year I really kind of pushed, pushed um, the boundaries on what, what I'm learning things that, you know, I can do now. Gotcha. Did you uh did you have an opportunity to work with uh Super Casey at all this year? I know you guys uh, have known each other for so long that you once you collaborate uh from time to time. Did you have that opportunity this year to do so? Not really. Um, but I mean, it it was honestly not. It was it was because she um she had got a new job. She she had started working for uh, one of the conventions that we go to, so she actually got a job working doing like all the anime setting up the anime um mm-hmm. guests cosplay guests and stuff like that so that actually became her job so she was just completely swamped all year doing that so she didn't even have a chance to cosplay at all 
So no, not really. We didn't, you know, we would see each other at the conventions, but she's working. And so it, it, that sucked a lot actually, because, um, you know, last year, the year before it's like every, every other weekend we're together cosplaying and stuff. And then it went to, well, I, I see you, but hi, bye. Means you're working. Yeah. So that, that really sucked. But, um, so she's actually able, she's, in the process of getting another job so she's actually able to get back into the cosplaying now so um the the super mage christmas charity is going to be the start of that and then next year i think we're gonna we're gonna be back on track on pretty much dueling it up a lot even though i know she's gonna make me do a whole bunch of anime stuff i know it (laughs) (laughs) i know it well you, you mentioned you mentioned the um the christmas charity uh now you guys, uh, this is uh, your fourth year doing it, if I remember correctly. Um, yep. um, remind remind everyone what it is. So pretty much, um, what it is every year we, we we do a lot of charity stuff throughout the year, but at Christmas time, we're just trying to do a little bit extra. So, um, so what we do is we start in Ohio, and we travel from Ohio to Indianapolis, where she lives. And we stop at children's hospitals, um, animal shelters, rescue missions. Um, well, we, we used to stop at Toys R Us and pay off layaways, but not anymore, I guess. Um, so um, grocery stores and pay like random people's groceries off. Um, just little random acts of kindness and stuff. And um, we, we do it all in costume. And it, it's just... Um, it's, like, it's just like a little extra added um, way of saying thank you. And being able to give back at Christmas time, and this is this so this fun. It's awesome as long as the weather holds up. Because a couple of years uh, we've we've hit snowstorms. Yeah. So yeah, but we that's why this year we actually thought about trying to migrate west or, or south, going from like Ohio to like Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But um, then we said oh, no, we'll just we'll stick with the same route. So we're going to. Uh, from Ohio to well, from Youngstown, Ohio, where I where I live, to Columbus, and then from Columbus to uh, Indianapolis, from Indianapolis to Michigan, and then back to Indianapolis. Okay, so how many how many days are you guys out then doing this tour? Is it uh, over the weekend or anything? Because it's starting yeah. uh, the twenty first, correct? Uh, the 20th, so actually 20th. Thursday, the, yep, Thursday the 20th, and then we'll be ending on that Sunday. So four days, four days of traveling. That's pretty awesome. And um, I noticed uh, um, Casey was uh, promoting, you guys are now doing a uh, commemorative book um, that is yeah. for sale now. Yeah, so this year, every year we're also trying to do random, like just different stuff. So last year we did the raffle, raffling off um like different celebrity autographs and stuff like that. So this year we're actually going to do a commemorative book, which the book is going to feature um, us, of course. Um, it's going to have all the stops that we make. Um, so basically you can just kind of like follow the adventure along. Um, and then also it's going to have um, some exclusive uh, cosplay duo photos that we've never released to anyone. So they'll only be in this book. And then uh, we're also going to do us like a special thank you section to everyone who does purchase a book, and yeah, it's going to be awesome. That's really cool. Now, um, 
Uh, and I'm I'm kind of just reading this as I'm listening to you. Uh, yeah. I do notice that a lot of this, uh, the travel and everything, you guys are paying for yourselves. Um, yeah, that's that's a big thing with me is, um, you know, a lot of people when they say, "Well, I'm raising money for this charity thing I'm doing," and you know, you know, so it's all gonna it's going towards like my travel and making this costume for this and that. To me. That's not charity. To me, I want to put as much in as I ask for. So, if not more, you know what I mean? So, everything, like, as far as our travel, our gas, our food, our hotel, um, everything like that, that's coming straight out of our pocket. Like, that's our that's our volunteering. So, everything that, um, all the proceeds coming from the book and all the donations, that's going strictly towards buying the toys for kids, um, uh, helping pay off, you know, the, the, the grocery bills for people and, and layaways and all that other stuff. So that's strictly going out to other people. Awesome. Well, tell everyone where they can buy the book at. Yeah. So it's going to be through PayPal, actually, PayPal. Um, it's going to be supermagecosplay.com. Um, oh, not supermagecosplay. Not.com. What am I talking about? Supermagecosplay at gmail.com. There we go. Supermagecosplay at gmail.com. Um, actually, we're also going to be opening up our print stores here in about two weeks on Store Envy. So if you don't really want to purchase a book, but you want a couple prints from us that we have on our stores, you could do that. And then also, if you just want to donate, I mean, if you don't want to buy a book, the book's $40, and that includes the shipping. Um, if you don't want to buy a book, but you just want to donate a couple bucks through PayPal, supermagecosplay at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, before we say our goodbyes, uh, do you just kind of want to tell everyone where they can find you on social media, um, anything like that, or any even uh, upcoming cosplay uh, conventions that you may be going to here in uh, the recent uh, next few months? Yeah. Um, so on social media, um, at on Twitter, at Nightmage, on Instagram, Nightmage1, and um, Facebook is Nightmage. And then upcoming convention. So 2019 is coming up, and, and already I'm starting to fill up. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping back on the Wizard World uh, tour, so starting off with uh, New Orleans, Wizard World New Orleans. That's going to be uh, beginning of January. Um, I do have a couple other things coming up in January I haven't signed a contract with yet, so I can't really say nothing. Um, but, uh, yeah, just follow my page, and I'm always updating, uh, you know, when my appearance is going to be. That's awesome, man. Um, Night Mage, thank you so much for coming on the show again. I, I appreciate it. I, I always enjoy talking to you, and I'm glad that um, I'm glad you were able to come on, but it's unfortunate that we don't talk enough, so we definitely need to change that. Hey, listen, I, listen, I love coming on, so yeah, let's do it. Let's change that. Perfect, and uh, I'm definitely going to have you uh, on the uh, wrestling podcast because that show is an hour long, and we could talk wrestling the entire oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for doing this. Um, it's like I mentioned to you earlier, I'm trying to do this. Uh, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot by saying it, but I'm going to say it anyways. I'm trying to do this cosplay series, and if I can get the, uh, the rest of the cosplayers on board like I'm hoping to do, I think it's going to be an epic uh, four-week-long thing, so... Awesome. Thank you for kicking this off, because you are the first. You are the first one I asked, and you're the first person uh, to be here, so I appreciate that. Um, that makes me feel awesome. Thank you. Right, right, and I want Super Casey to hear that. 
Because <laughs> I want her to know that she was the second person I asked. I mean, she's dealing with me, so she's used to being second. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you again for coming on. Um, definitely gonna do this more often. Uh, I always love talking to you, and uh, I, I hope I'm able to make it to C2E2 so I can catch up with you in person. Yes. Um, we're going to take a short break, and uh, when we come back, we'll uh, close up the show. See you guys. You know, it's that time of year where you are trying to struggle really, really hard to find that perfect gift for dad, or you're trying to figure out what do I get for the in laws. Preferably the father-in-law, because I am talking about ties, ladies and gentlemen. And how else do you get a tie? Then you go to the right place to purchase that tie. And I am talking about WeAreDepertized.com. WeAreDepertized.com offers you a high-quality made tie for just $15. Plus, as a special bonus, if you use the promo code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, at checkout, you get free shipping on your order. So really... You're getting quite the deal for this holiday season. You could buy a plethora of ties for just $15 a piece. And then when you use the promo code at the end, uh, Freakin, that's F-R-E-A-K-A-N, you save on shipping. So make sure you stop over at WeAreDipperTies.com. Check out their variety of ties they have to offer. Different patterns, different colors. You will not be disappointed in these ties that you purchased because they are just $15. And they are well worth the money that you're spending. So make sure you check out WeAreDepotized.com. Use the promo code FREAKIN, F-R-E-A-K-I-N, at checkout to save on shipping. Yes, guys, make sure you check out uh, Nightmage um, and on his social media. It keep him, You keep updated on everything he's doing. As well as everything going on with him and Super Casey on their tours. Uh, like he mentioned, December 20th, they're going to start out. They're going to start on their journey from Ohio to Michigan and back down. Um, I've never met more committed people to help out others than I than I have with these guys. It's absolutely amazing. And if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to Night Mage the first time I was on here, go back and check it out. Uh, it's at the beginning of Season 3. It's one of the first, uh, it's within the first 10 episodes. I, I think it might be six. Don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. His name's in the title of the show, ladies and gentlemen. So go back and listen to it. Listen to all the stuff that this guy does, you know. And this is, on, you know, this is on his old time out of the goodness of his heart. He doesn't have to do this. He chooses to do it because he knows that in this world people need good people in it. And he decides to be that person. And with the help of Super Casey, who is also an amazing person that I do have the honor to know. And I know I joke about, you know, saying, you know, like, you know, Night Mage is better than Super Casey. I may have said that once or twice and everything. She's still an amazing person. Um, and regardless of me being a dick butt or not, I still like her. So uh, make sure you go check out uh, both of their social medias. Get all the information you can on this um, Super Mage Christmas charity tour that they're doing. And like he said, you could donate uh, to them or you could uh, buy a book for just $40. Um, checked it out. Actually, while uh, while uh, we're chit-chatting, I'm gonna go back and make sure I say this uh website or this uh email properly where you get them. So uh, donations, donations. Can, um, oh my god, why can't I talk? Oh, I know why. Because it's really late at night, and I'm trying to put this together so my awesome, awesome editor can get this out as quick as possible. I don't want this edited out. I want this to be known of why I can't speak right now. Anyways, donations for their tour as well as buying the book for $40. Great deal. Uh, you could buy it through PayPal at supermagecosplay at gmail.com. 
uh, S-U-P-E-R-M-A-G-E, C-O-S-P-L-A-Y at gmail.com. Check it out. Like I said, help them out when they can because these are great people and they do not have to do this, but they choose to do it because they have, uh, I, I guess they really appreciate society as who they are, for good or for worse. You know, so check them out. Make sure you keep in touch with them. Uh, hopefully I get uh, Super Casey on the show uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, like I was mentioning to him, I'm trying to do this cosplay series. I, I mentioned to you guys a couple weeks ago as well another, um, on the previous episode I did. I'm focusing on doing this cosplay series. Uh, Night Mage kicked it off, which I appreciate again for him doing so. Uh, we have Siren Ray coming up next um, the following week, so I'm really excited for that as well. Uh, working on a couple others, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, Super Casey does make an appearance. If not, totally understandable. Holiday seasons get busy. So I do appreciate the people who had the opportunity to come on the show with me and help me out. And, of course, to wrap up the episode, as I uh, am one to do, uh, I'm going to leave you guys here with the freaking thinking of the week. And um, what I've been thinking about over the last couple of days is the fact that I have gotten all of my Christmas uh, gift shopping done. I have completed all of it that i need to complete except for one person and that person ladies and gentlemen is my mother i do not know what she wants i don't know what she needs but she is the hardest person to shop for and what sucks is this is the woman that i owe everything to great person uh if you guys have been a fan of the show over the years and you checked out our episodes you know that around mother's day we always do a mother's day special where we do uh, show our appreciation to moms ours and other places but I could never say enough about how wonderful my mom is. And the fact that I've not gotten her a gift yet and I don't know what to get her is killing me. So I'm asking you guys for help, if you will. Um, when I post this show up on uh, Facebook and everything, I, I'm i going to need help. I'm going to need ideas. So uh, I'm going to post this up on Facebook when it gets released. Um, when I do, comment in the section. Use a, you know, Or just use a hashtag, freaking mom. No, I don't want to use it. No hashtags. Forget about the hashtags. Just go onto my Facebook page, this freaking show. Look for the link on this episode. Comment in the section below. What's a good idea? What's a good good idea for mothers? You know? Give me the best idea you got. Don't give me shit ideas because I'm not here for shit ideas. I'm here for good ideas from people. So go ahead, comment in the section after this show is released. You'll see it. It'll talk about Night Mage right there in the description. Comment there. Tell me what I should get my mom for Christmas because really I have no idea and it's bothering the hell out of me. Um, but yeah, like I said, I am, I am on Facebook at This Freaking Show, but I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at This Freaking Show. I also have a website. It's thisfreakingshow.com. You go on there, you can check out all the guests, all the amazing guests that we have on this show, just like the guests like Night Mage. Um, Amongst others, uh, over the last three years, we've had an accumulation of great guests on this show, and I'm so happy that we had the opportunity to do so. So go check out theirs. There's links to all their social medias on there and everything, so you can find everything about them. Uh, a lot of great guests coming up um, in the next couple months or so. 2018 is going to end great. 2019 is going to uh, kick off pretty well, too. The weirdest thing is um, that I kind of like kind of realized here after like getting back from this hiatus and everything and doing the show. Right now, I'm at episode like 22, I believe this is what this one's going to be. And usually around this time, 
we're doing a season finale and we're also kicking off like episode like 50 of season. So what I decided is I'm not going to end the season here. I'm not going to end it as short. It's going to keep rolling until we get to episode 50. So episode 50 will be the end of season three, which I'm guessing uh, is probably going to be sometime. I don't know. Fucking. I don't fucking know. What the hell is it? Seven. So July, maybe will be the season finale and everything, which I'm totally fine with. I don't care. I'm focusing on the season's ending on episodes 50, not, you know, so, um, stay with me, uh, you know, I appreciate everyone doing what they're doing for me, you know, as far as being a listener and a follower of the uh, social media websites I said we're at, but if you're looking to be a a guest on the show, if you're looking to help me out here on the show with ideas or questions, comments, whatever, you can reach me at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com, you can message me on Facebook at thisfreakingshow. Or if you go to thisfreakingshow.com, go to the contact, se- uh, contact section, you can reach me out through there. There's so many different ways you can reach me. It's unbelievably ridiculous. Use the hashtag freaking over social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for me to find any comments you have for me that maybe I'm not like really seeing like firsthand. But the absolute best way to is to email me at thisfreakingshowyahoo.com. I check it every day. I make sure that I don't miss anything. So that would be the best place for you guys to reach me after comments, questions, concerns. You want to be a guest on the show. If you guys know of a local indie band who wants to come on the show and promote some music and stuff like that, I really, really want to get into doing that a lot more. I don't get a chance to do a lot of it, and I really want to focus on like independent uh, bands and stuff in the local areas, or even not even not in my local area, just a local band that you know you guys are really proud of. You know, throw them, uh, throw them the idea of my show and see if they want to come. You know, come out for an interview or even, like, you know, just send me a song and I can play it at the end of the show. I'm here to help out everybody I can because, you know, I can only do so much. But if I can do anything, you know, it's better than nothing. As always, I am Travesty and thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>